0: Guys and welcome back to the Skullcast for episode thirteen point five fourteen. I don't know the special episode kind of threw me off on the numbering system, but either way, we're back. And uh, with us, we have two special guests. We have Direct DK. Say hi, yo yo, and Rambad. And I, hey guys, surely I'm pronouncing that right, right? Rambad. I can't get that wrong. Uh, yeah, close enough. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Well then, what is it? Then? It's uh, it's Rambad. Oh my god! I thought it was just a, a long A, like ah. everybody does. Don't worry about it. <laughs> maybe, maybe change that second A to an H. Maybe that would make rhyme. Bob, I'm thinking about it. Okay, or just rom. So, first of all, uh, Direct EK, you kind of run the merchandise section. Um, how did how did you get that gig, or why did you get that gig, and what what's uh? Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I started collecting back in the early 2000s. Like, uh, and at that time, Lady Charlotte was the uh, admin or the, oh, yeah. the moderator. She was a
0: moderator? I don't even remember that. Wow. Oh, dude. <laughs> I
2: remember. I remember.
1: Um, and yeah, you know, like, she sort of was quote unquote uh, my mentor. Really? Because you know, I had, well, I had a lot of questions at the time because, you know, the Art of War website wasn't very big. You know, they didn't have all the listings of the past products and everything. And so, I, you know, there's not much to know about. Uh, everything was still mystery. So I was asking her a lot of questions. And then um, she was the one who brought me to the forum, actually. Mm-hmm. And then uh, eventually she kind of just disappeared. So then there was no real monitor, uh, moderator there. And uh, I was chatting with Az a lot. And he just said, you know, why don't you uh, take on the role? So that's how that came about. Um, as far as collecting, um, man, I didn't even collect. Figures and statues before Berserk, but as soon as I saw, uh, my neighbor actually had the Black Swordsman, the first Guts Black Swordsman statue, Mm -hmm. and I was just like blown away by it. So I had to get that, and then I just kept getting more and more, and you know, (laughs) it just took over my life.
0: So that's that's an interesting point. You weren't interested in figure or statue collecting until Berserk. What is it about Berserk stuff that's really drawn you to it? Because to me, I look at Art of War, and you know. Certain aspects of it are very impressive. The attention to detail a lot of time. But the resemblance is just like a huge turnoff for me. Like, am I overstating yeah. that? Or what is your opinion? No, you're
1: about? not overstating. The, the okay. faces, all the faces, human faces, have just been very poor. But luckily, you know, a lot of the statues, they don't have human faces. Or you can cover that up with the helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Berserk was... When I saw my neighbor had that statue, that was pretty much after I saw Berserk the anime. Mm-hmm. And I was just... um really into that and I was just like, oh, well, the interest of Berserk alone was sort of getting me into wanting to collect the other statues and I didn't think I would ever get this extreme, you know, I just wanted to get one of Casca and one of Griffith um, but
0: then, uh, yeah, it just... It
2: just kept going. It just kept <laughs> going.
0: What I think is really cool, DK, is you do, you have a site and you sort of arrange them, uh, the statues in kind of awesome little like diorama sort of things like the the, the poses and things to replicate what happens in the manga mm. i always thought that was really cool oh cool thank you
1: yeah i was that was just me with free time trying to do something else <laughs>
0: yeah yeah but, uh, well i mean you, you look at how some people display statues and often it's just like you know you know sitting there with bad lighting but you got kind of put some effort into <laughs> it and make it look professional so that's really cool oh thank you a good and, camera helps too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What kind of camera do you use? Anything professional or?
1: Well, actually, you know, the pictures of in the red with the red backgrounds, yeah, I kind of yeah. wish I could redo them because I mean, that was so long ago. I was using a, a shitty like Olympus camera. I don't even mm. know what it was, but I mean, nowadays like Armored Berserk, his pictures are uh phenomenal. Mm. And uh he, you know, there there's all those uh mark twos or mark whatever they're called i don't know what they're called yeah yeah canons yeah the canons and DSLRs. I mean, yeah those are so good and I, I i don't have that camera you know i just i right now i use a lumix okay yeah that's what which I is have. pretty good yeah um but those older pictures i kind of wish i could do over again but oh. i don't think i'll ever get to that point <laughs> yeah.
0: so are you the kind of guy that collects and keeps or collects to sell
1: oh i definitely have keep 'em. them i mean um that was one of the Agreements I made with John, uh, the guy who paints my stuff. Mm. Um, I told him that, you know, I don't intend to sell anything you make for me. You know, this is all for me. So, uh, and he respected that because he's dealt with people that just take his work and then resell it for higher value, and he doesn't Uh, like that at all. So, yeah, that's no good. Yeah. So, I definitely, I mean, there's a lot of other stuff I'll sell before, uh, if, you know, if I'm down on my last limb, you know, but uh, no, I, I intend to keep it. And when I have, a big enough place, I'll, I'll definitely display everything. Cool. Um, yeah.
0: So, Rombad, how did you get involved? in? I, I don't even remember when you kind of came on. You, you, it seems to me like you've been a member for a while, but I don't remember when it was. Can, so describe when was you came on and, and why you chose Skull Knight and, and why you're stuck around.
3: <laughs> well, uh, I came on, I want to say it was 2003 is when I really discovered the forum. I was on the Band of the Hawks forums. Oh my oh, God, Lord. you were, oh, you're, I know. you're
0: banned then, you're, it's over,
3: <laughs> podcast is over. Oh, I know, I know, I, I switched, and I was on, I was on both for a while, and posting on both, and then I, I just got really tired of the other four. Oh, it was terrible, you know, it was just not good, and, uh, I, I, I learned the, uh, I, I learned the way, I learned the right way to, uh, enjoy was <laughs> not scandalations, and all that crap, and, uh, uh, so I've uh, I, I evolved a little bit, but no, I, I started uh, lurking on Skull Night for a long time. I was uh, a little nervous about posting, not so much because of uh, of getting flack, but just you know, just wanting to to get used to the people and, and learn more about them, and then uh, learn more about the series as well, because I wasn't uh, I wasn't as up on it as as a lot of other folks. And then uh, then one day, I think I was actually at work. I just started posting a lot, and uh, it's kind of been been that way since. So. Yeah, it's well, that's,
0: uh, that's cool. You you waited before you had a lot to say before you said it. See, when I when I started posting on BSOM, I didn't know shit, but I was still posting. Which is <laughs> like, here's my theory on Skull Night. I've only read volumes nine, so yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, I want
3: to say I, the first thing I remember posting in was uh, I just I couldn't stand uh, the injustice anymore because somebody was I think somebody was griping about. Um, where their thread had been moved to like it, oh was, my God. it was in the creation station and, and i think Az moved it to the merchandise and i was like you know what i can't sit quiet about this i'm like dude it doesn't matter where he moved it to it's on the form if you deleted it then you can bitch but if you just moved it to a more appropriate location shut up <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. and i think that was uh, i think Azil gave me kudos on that i'm like, it's, time, it's okay for me to post now <laughs> Cool.
0: and you've been on how long ago was that like 2003 or so i would guess
3: yeah, two thousand three. Yeah, it okay. was when I joined. I think two thousand around two thousand four is when I really started posting uh, awesome. more frequently.
0: Awesome. So we have uh, Ronbad and DK on this time. Last episode, me and Griff and Azil kind of gave our impressions of the anime. DK and Ronbad uh, volunteered to come on because they've seen the anime as well and wanted to give kind of an alternate take on it. Because um, you know, we kind of gave our spiel, but at the time we didn't <laughs> have anybody else to give an alternate take. So. I'll open it up to um, how you guys felt. You kind of already heard how we felt. So, DK, uh, what were your feelings on the anime? Did you like it and, and what worked and what didn't work? or just mm-hmm. Open floor. Right.
1: Um, well, yeah. Overall, yes, I did like it. Um, I mean, I know there's a lot of shortcomings to the movie. And I, I listened to the podcast, the first one. And I understand where you guys are coming from. And, you know, I understand there's a, like a other people on the board, you know, why they didn't like it. Um but for me, you know, like I feel like you know, I don't I've read the manga maybe 3 times through, so I'm I'm not like an expert, but you know, I I feel like I have a good idea of how I perceive uh the characters and the setting and the story and their relationships. And I I do feel like I actually thought that the Guts and Griffith dynamic worked pretty well in the movie. I mean, it was definitely rushed um like how they got to the flash forward when they flash forward that was definitely a jump but you know I thought the last scene with uh, Charlotte was really good and it it, I felt the emotion there Um, I definitely felt that I felt for guts and I think everyone that was with me when I saw it you know was thinking that too Um, and I mean I I don't see it as the end all for Berserk you know by any means I, I see it as just another way to enjoy it and um, I think it did a great job in that aspect. I mean, I, I do think the, the scenery is beautiful. The action scenes are great. Um, I do like the character designs of certain characters. Like, uh, I think Casca looks great after the flash forward. I think Gus looks good overall. I think Riffith looks good overall. Um, How about Julius's face? Uh, I Don't thought you- he was... Monkey I man. thought he was really ugly, but I think that <laughs> worked. He looks like he's from Planet of the Apes. I was
3: glad they got his hair color right, at least. You know? <laughs> hair, was, hair color. It was, I remember it being pretty dark in the original, but I was like, I looked at that and I was like, oh, that's a positive.
0: Yeah, there you go. They got the hair color right. Yeah, it's silver lining.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when he was wearing the pink hat, I laughed hysterically. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some interesting fashion decisions in this. Like the... Uh, Charlotte's extreme outfit when they go out hunting was oh, right. amusing.
3: Yeah, the hat caught me off guard on that as well. I was like, why?
0: Why would you need to add that? <laughs> oh, well. Is <laughs> their art department having fun? I guess. Well, yeah, um, another one of the concerns, complaints was the animation quality for the CG scenes that were kind of a hybrid 2D, 3D. What would you think of those? Did you have any perspective on those? DK?
1: Um. Well, there's one scene that was pretty bad in that sense. It was uh, when Griffith was walking down to talk to Guts ah. and Casca. That, that was very bad. Uh, you know, that was really jarring. But, uh, you know, that, that point was just pretty much the dialogue that I was listening for. You know, it wasn't, I feel like when, the, when it counts, like during the, the action scenes and everything, I think the CG looks great. I mean, but I've always been, um, not been able to have the best eye for that kind of stuff. Like a lot of people have been able to pick out, uh, stuff into trailers. And for me, you know, for the most part, everything looked, uh, acceptable, you know, I, I liked it. And, um, what, so one of the guys that, so I saw, I had a little screening when I, when I got it. And, um, one of the guys that saw it, he has seen the anime before, but has never read the manga. And he's, uh really into Final Fantasy and those games. And I hate making the comparison, but when he saw it, he actually really liked uh, that first scene when the ambush, Mm -hmm. because it kind of reminded him of the days that he was playing RPG games, and he kind of saw that ambush as like a video game scene. I I know that's not something that we should be happy about, but he he took it, and, and he wasn't a huge Berserk fan, and he liked that aspect of it.
0: When you say the ambush scene, I just want to clarify, do you mean when they attack Guts? Uh, yeah. The hawks yeah. attack Guts? Okay,
1: yeah. cool. Um, and just since I'm on a topic, because a, lo- a lot of people have talked about how, how it'll turn off newcomers. So when I, so I had actually I had a screener of the movie a while back and, with subtitles, and so I had uh, people come over to watch it, In- Incantation being one of them, and uh, another guy who's read the manga, uh, three other people that have seen the anime, or I'm sorry, two other people that have seen the anime and three other people that have never seen the anime or never don't know anything about Berserk. So I was very curious to know what everyone thought. And Incantation, of course, you know he's a he's a pretty hardcore fan, and uh, his first reaction to the movie was he said he hated it. That was the very first <laughs> thing he said after after the credits roll. He, the first person to say anything was him, and he said he hated it. And like everyone in the room was like, "What?" You know, because. Uh, I think everyone else like generally liked it, and um, I asked the um, the three people that have never don't know anything about Berserk. Two of them were female, one of them were male, and they they both really liked it. And the male was actually really interested to know more about it. And I asked them if they thought it was rushed or if they were thought there were plot holes, if they were like missing stuff, and they all thought uh, they didn't. None of them said no. We weren't lost at all. They they actually. Uh, I mean, they probably didn't know the story to the extent that we know the story, obviously. There's a lot of stuff they skipped over, but um, they didn't feel lost. And I think that's uh, something that it's hard for us to understand because uh, we feel like, oh, man, I can't believe they left out this, they can't believe they left out that. But I think for someone that's seeing it for the first time, uh, they'll take what they're getting and they'll form their own sort of opinion about it and uh, sort of idea of where the story is going. Uh, Because I think the core... The core story, I mean, the core story is just so beautiful. I mean, Mura, you know, he made a masterpiece. And even if the core story is rushed, or even if the core story is, there's parts missing of the core story, it's still there. And I think it's still really captivating, you know, no matter what, berserk is berserk. And it's it's still interesting, you know, it's still going to be a, a great thing to watch. And uh, I think, I personally think that when people see it, even if they don't like the movie, In totality, you know, they think like, well, what about this? You know, how did this happen? Where did it get here? I think it will bring people to be more curious about it and to read the manga or maybe watch the first anime first. If, if they, since it's out right now, they'd be like, oh, let me see the first anime first. You know,
0: I don't know. Do you think a stranger walking into the DVD or the movie rental store, not that movie rental stores even exist anymore, but let's say they do, let's Mm -hmm. say movie rental stores are still a popular thing that people do, and they see that cover, are they going to actually stop and say, you know what? I want to see what the hell is going on in this cover and who that skull dude is. Like the cover to me is like a huge turnoff. Like I can't imagine someone stopping and saying, I want to see this movie. This is the one I want to see. And it doesn't even like reflect the rest of the story to me. I just, I can't imagine them stopping to watch it if they have no understanding of Berserk. But well,
1: <clears throat> I mean, I don't, I don't know how everyone else was, but for me, when I, when I got into anime, it was when I was in college and mm-hmm. I actually was searching for the perfect dark fantasy uh, anime, because that's the like my the genre I really like. And the first one I watch is uh, Record of Lotus War, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and at the OVAs. And at the time, you know, I I really enjoyed that. But I was looking for something else, and so I was you know going through anime forums and like looking at anime covers and everything. And if I at that time if I saw something like Berserk, like that would be a flag for me. I'm like, oh, what is this about? Because you know I was searching for an anime that would be in that sort of genre. Right. So I think. If people are looking for a genre like that, yeah, I mean, I think the the art the ab, the cover art would work. Uh, they would be attracted to it because you know there's, uh, it looks like it's a sort of mercenary, you know, medieval time setting, but then there's some fantasy element to it also. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it could be it could attract certain people.
0: Okay, and and Rombad, what was your uh, perspective on the movie, and and how did that go with you? Well, we've seen much uh,
3: of the so many of the commercials and and footage of it before i kind of knew what to expect going in i was more watching for how everything kind of linked together and i thought you know for for as much as they cut out i thought it you know it, it felt rushed but i know the story but i thought it it flowed well in the beginning um uh, uh, you know for for what it was for as much as they cut out but the after the jump it just it seemed like they were just switching scenes one to another and i, I didn't really enjoy that that much um but uh i wasn't really looking for for much when i was watching it it was just with me the first time i see something is not usually i can't really form a, a great opinion on it until i have at least had a few days to think about it or seen it again and uh after having a few days to think about it uh it just i don't really have a desire to watch it again i, I kind of saw it and i i don't really i'm not really looking forward to the to the other two very much um it's uh it's tough because Certain things I really enjoyed. Uh, I thought the the way the armor looked and uh, the the sword play was was really good, even though it wasn't exactly accurate to to how the manga portrayed things, which which irritated me a bit. I, you know, you guys mentioned in the last podcast about how Guts is fighting the guards after you know trying to uh, trying to get away from assassinating uh, Julius and Adonis, um, and he's just standing around fighting them. Whereas manga, he's he's it's running. For a full, it's he's,
0: for a full minute. I've counted it.
3: Yeah, yeah. He's he's just. He's just fighting them, you know. It, it was basically an excuse to see a cool fight, and the swordplay was great, but it didn't make any sense. Like, why? Why isn't he? The whole point is that he's trying to get away and not be seen, and you know, you're you're kind of risking a little just standing there fighting these guys, you know. Yeah. So I uh, I don't know. I just thought they it, it almost mm-hmm. felt like they were trying to make a different movie, but include include Berserk in it for some reason. It didn't seem like they really wanted to make a Berserk movie. They wanted to make a different kind of of anime i mean they just, the things they left in and, and changed it just felt like they had these like oh it wouldn't be great if we just threw this into this movie you know so i i don't know i i thought it was it was okay but i you know after a few days thinking about it i'm not really eager to to see it again they left out so many of my uh, favorite moments you know the the long conversation guts has with griffith um about his dream for instance is one of my favorite parts and, and the line i think it's it goes along something like you know i will choose the place where where you will die or meet your end or something i don't even think that was in the movie i just remember them uh, after guts gets his arm dislocated they're just sitting on a hill you know reminiscing like there's you know, think there'd be a little bit more animosity on the gut side but he just seems kind of okay <laughs> with with where he's at and, and griffiths just takes this moment too you know i know we've just met but Here's what the goal is, and and it just, it didn't really seem it, it wasn't appropriate. I felt so. I don't know. It it seemed like a, a different kind of movie where they just said let's lay over some of the Berserk story onto it, and I, I think that's not so much a consequence of them trying to make a different film, but you know they were trying to make one movie out of the Golden Switch. I, I can't even I, unless the movie was nine hours long. I don't know how you do that, but you know okay. I just I just think it was a poor decision as far as the running time and and all that jazz. So.
0: I've got a really nerdy reference for you guys directly in response to this. This Excellent. is a, this is a Benny Jeseret quote. A yes. Be, a beginning is the time for making, for taking the most delicate care that the balances are correct. And to me, <laughs> the scene between guts and Griffith directly after the fight. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, an alien three alien three, whenever they open the movie in the credit sequence by killing off the two, two main characters, three oh. main characters. It's just like, what do you do after this? So, so there's a scene between Guts and Griffith where they're trying to lay the foundation for their t- the, the relationship between the two. Obviously, there's some rivalry established with the fight. But then it fades to Black after his shoulders dislocated, back up from Black with Guts and Griffith on the, on the hill. when he's like, yep, I'm on the Hawks now. And Griffith just like just on the nose, ham-fisted approach. I got a job for you. I want to be king. It's going to be great. End of scene. Come on, I mean, there's so much more they could have done. Cut anything else out from, from 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 that point forward to make that scene make more cohesive sense with the character dynamic. I mean, it ruined everything about the foundation for those two characters to me. There, there was so much more they could have done with that. And they just said, ah, let's just crap the bed and people people will get it. They'll fill in the blanks themselves. Like that that was the point of no return for me. Like I was already kind of on the fence at that point in the movie. But that was just like, yep, yeah, okay. I see where they're going with this. They're just trying to rush to the finish line within 70 minutes.
3: They're saying the words, but they're not going through the motions of what they need to to make those words mean. It's, you know, you it's, can't just have a dialogue
0: saying. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a writer's ear called uh, sh- uh, showing, not uh, telling. Or what is that? Damn it. I forgot the phrase. But you don't like not that. Got, Telling, not showing. Exactly. <laughs> Here's how I feel, <laughs> but not showing you any context for how, why I feel these things, You know that kind of thing.
3: Yeah, you're right. There was no foundation to build upon. It was, right. you know, it was it was too rushed and, and just not done well. You know. I,
0: so yeah, um, Zod, Zod. That was another key thing I, went, uh, I was focusing on in my review as well. Is because they it's five minutes and forty five seconds of Zod. Um, DK, what did you think of the Zod sequence? Did you feel it was adequate or?
1: Yeah, that was definitely in the uh, the d- biggest disappointment in the movie for me was the Zod sequence mm. um, because that was one of my favorites in the manga and in the 1997 anime. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't as intense, you know? Like, I was expecting it to be really intense, um, and I didn't really feel like Guts's life was ever on the brink of, yeah. you, know, you know, on the brink. Um, so, yeah, that was probably the most disappointing scene in the movie for me, uh, and it was very quick. Like, when, when uh, Rickert was doing the whole voiceover um, yeah, they overlay that sequence. Yeah, and right. when he finally finished the voiceover, it was pretty much uh, when I think Guts finally stabbed him, right? Uh, and so it it lacked that tension, and so I was disappointed with that, and I didn't like the music during that part either.
0: Yeah, uh. I, I thought the music was okay there. I think I don't remember actually, <laughs> but um, the actually I thought the atmosphere leading up to the sequence with Zod was pretty good. Like Guts going through, yeah. they, they they they
2: they got yeah. that okay. I did and like they, that. It's mostly because the backgrounds are pretty good. And yeah. One thing in the movie is, you know, I can't complain about the backgrounds. They're really neat. And well, we'd seen it on the website before. But, yeah, they're all well done. It's it's too bad. Uh, I mean, it doesn't reflect on the whole thing. But, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. Asi- aside from the initial impact of seeing that Berserk is being animated, I think the very first thing that impressed me about the whole project was seeing those just flat background panels, like the huge, relatively large pictures of the backgrounds. Like, wow, they're actually... It's like they look really detailed, and you know, there's some life in those backgrounds, where, as opposed to the characters on screen later, <coughs> which are not <laughs> lifelike at all. So yeah,
3: I like the appreciation of, of detail as well. I mean, like for instance, Charlotte is wearing a pendant with the the yeah. image of the the Holy Seas emblem on it. And I thought that was kind of a cool little touch, even though she I don't think she's wearing that in the manga. No, you don't what see what that remember, I, for quite a while.
2: Exactly. Manga. Yeah, but I thought that says, was neat. There were neat little additions like that. And, and even to go back to the hat she wears and such, I think those costumes were pretty nicely done. You know, At least yeah. the one she wears there is not that bad.
0: I think that's the kind of thing costumes, where if you get together a team of artists that are doing well, what like they called it? They called it a period piece, like medieval Europe. They kept referring to it and the promotional stuff. I think they they get to go all out on that kind of stuff, costumes and equipment and armor. You know, they can really geek out on that kind of stuff. But is what you do with all those costumes and and equipment and things like that once you have all that assembled is the the problem that I have. It's like I said before. I didn't have much of a problem with the visuals. That was not well, where my problem with this, this the storytelling.
2: Like, the but. thing is, unfortunately, uh, I seem to remember that some of them were not that good, actually. So, you know, compared to what's in the manga. Like, uh, sometimes Yumura really goes out of his way to use something very specific, which mm-hmm. is a reference to uh, a period, you know, costume or some, um, some such. And uh, I seem to remember that in the movie, w- while some of them were pretty good, some others are just not very... They, they don't fit, or they're too simplified. They don't reflect well, Well, they're just not appropriate. Mm. But uh, I would say it was. Are you thinking uh, of like the? Inco- uh, oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say I, I had a feeling that it was a bit inconsistent in general. Mm. Go ahead. Bazuso
4: mm-hmm. was. The oh, change oh, I was going
2: like,
3: like. Yeah. 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 I didn't like but that. How didn't, they, I thought uh, the shoes costume. <laughs> So I agree. I, I thought they—I mean, like Bazo there's nothing, there's nothing broken with it. So why, why change it? And the, I thought the Midland yeah. and Shooter forces were just way too simplified. They just didn't look good.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yep. Go ahead, Griff. <sighs> no, that's all I had to say.
4: Really, was about uh Bazo So, like, I, you know, that was just sort of an example that came to mind when you were talking, like, about some of the well, downside yeah. of the costuming changes. That you know he was straight he was changed in a couple of weird ways like you know he was made more detailed in some ways but yeah. in other ways like the, the shape of his head and his eyes like he <laughs> became very cartoonish i mean he's already he's already sort of a larger than life like cartoonish figure but they you know you don't need to exaggerate it you know yeah. any more than it is like god i mean if they had if they
2: had uh or if they do have uh, I, a
4: dawn in this
2: what would I they I, do to you know, him Helpful. yeah i i didn't appreciate uh what they did with him actually they, they changed his armor you know the way his armor was done in the manga is that it's a rigid carapace of sorts mm-hmm. and yeah. that's why that's why it's hard to breach and they changed it so that it's actually some kind I, I don't even know what it's supposed to be made or some sort of plate thing but it just it looks like tissue it's just weird and I don't know. I felt the original was really well done, and actually, I've seen uh, when I was in England uh, many years ago, it's the armor of one of the kings of England. I wouldn't remember which, but uh, Bazuso's armor really captured that feeling. You know, for rigid carapace, something you would have, you know, five people help you, you know, wear and such. And I, I thought the way they changed it. Just, I don't know. It didn't, just didn't look as good as it did in the original. I, I was actually perplexed by it. I, I wonder but- why they did it.
4: Yeah, because he's supposed to look sort of like a juggernaut, and yeah. like they made exactly. it so he looked – it like the armor, the way it looked, just made it look more like like regular armor. Yeah, like, something like that oversized you could move, armor. Yeah, like something you could move around in more easily, something that made him look a little like quicker than – he's supposed to be sort of this immovable force. Yeah. And so that, that's yeah, what
3: it's, I – a tool. It wasn't meant to look pretty. It was, it was meant to fulfill a purpose, and that was to protect him. So it was – they just – they added all these frills on it. It just didn't look as good. It looked ridiculous in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I agree.
0: Well, another thing I wanted to talk about and with DK and Rombat here in particular was, you know, there's been some discussion about the Golden Age being the starting point of this project and not, say, Black Swordsman arc. For DK, for you, and maybe the others, um, what did you think about the Golden Age being a starting point? Do you think that's doable, or do you think would Black Swordsman would have been a better start, or what?
1: Uh, definitely for the movie format, you know, Black Swordsman would have been the best choice,
0: Um so,
1: uh, I, I definitely agree with you guys there. Um, but you know, when they announced the Golden Age, uh, I was, I, I just as long as I thought the movie times would be long enough to cover it, mm-hmm. I'd be happy with it. Um, which is why I'm looking more forward to the second and third movie because they do seem longer, uh, yeah. or they are longer. And I feel yeah. like, I, I know uh, Walter, you mentioned in the forum that you don't feel like 10 to 15 minutes would help much, but um. No. I, i mean i you know personally i I do think if the first movie had fifteen more minutes, you know it would have helped some of the pacing um definitely I would have loved to see you know two or three more minutes dedicated to the zod scene um you know maybe five minutes dedicated to the uh before the flash forward you know after the the shoulder dislocation and stuff like that um so i mean yeah i i it, it wouldn't have changed. Everything and all all the issues with the movie that that you guys have problems with, but I feel like uh it would have certainly benefited you know I, I would have enjoyed it more personally and I already enjoyed it quite a bit um but the second and third movie you know like I'm excited to see the third movie mostly because uh it was never been animated before, and you know i I would I can't wait to see you know everything that happens in the, the last third of golden age uh, obviously and I, everything will be there, but you know I'm excited to see that so I think the movie format could have it could it can work to a certain extent. You know, obviously, I would prefer a series, but uh, if if the movie if the movies were at least two hours each, then I I think it would have been
0: much better. Regarding the length, real quick, I mean, like my response to that is like there are scenes where they give themselves ample time to develop like, like an emotion in the scene. And even the ones that were long still fell flat to me. Like two examples I'll bring up are Guts and Griffith on the steps before they encounter the king. They spend a little bit of time there. I mean, they're not – it's not Mm -hmm. quickly cut. They cover some ground there. But it still falls flat to me. It still doesn't feel natural, like a natural interaction between those two characters. And they also during – at the same time, they're kind of like ramrodding in some other development, like Guts falling off the side of the thing and – (laughs) <laughs> None, right, right, right. Like, like even even if the scene was like you know, was, let's say thirty seconds to a minute longer, like still to me, like the stuff, the, the the material that was there was not like engaging to me. It was still, I still had problems with it. It wasn't, it wasn't connecting with me personally. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I just don't think length is going to do it. And, and regarding the other movies, they are longer, but they also have a lot more material to cover. If you think about it, like yeah. yeah. Movie 2 is going to be starting out with the Battle on the Hill, which leads to Guts and Casca, which leads to flashbacks, which leads to Doldry. <laughs> I mean, this is, it's like halfway through the movie yeah. at that
4: point. So yeah,
0: yeah, still quite a bit to cover.
4: Well, they're just going to cut
2: all that out, so don't worry. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't <make it> <laughs> yeah. What, what really worries me is the third movie, because it's the longest, but it's not that much longer, and it really has a lot of material to cover. And I think, uh, I mean... I just know they're going to cut a lot of stuff, but uh, I'm not in a hurry to see it. You know. Might well, I wanted my to ask
4: uh, DK about that. I was just because you said you were excited to see the material that hadn't been animated before, right. and what came to mind for that was uh, Wild. Do you think they're
1: gonna animate him? Yeah, I think I think so. I mean, I'm always on might- the, the optimistic side, but I think will <laughs> yeah. I think they'll have him. I think um, I guess, he might not be on screen they, very long.
4: <laughs> maybe yeah, yeah, I guess they, if they had him on for like, I don't know, as long as they had Zod on, it would be it would be consistent at least with, you know, their previous right. appearance. Or maybe, you know, ten minutes since he had a whole volume originally. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
0: know. I also like think you are be too optimistic. <laughs> I I also think they will have Weldon. I'm just not sure how long it's gonna be, like, I think six minutes is stretching it. Like, uh, I think it's, yeah. it's going to be something like that. I don't think they cut him out, though, honestly. I really don't. Here's the thing,
4: though. That that actually makes me, like, really excited. Just, you know, even just seeing him, you know, even if, you know, whatever, you know, whatever else about the quality or, you know, if it's not being done right, it would just be exciting to see Wild, you know, animated yeah. on the screen. And it just it brings back the point, like, I wish they'd done more, taken advantage of more things that hadn't been done before. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, because that would just inherently make it, you know, yeah, more yeah. exciting. So I, I am looking
3: forward to that. <laughs> oh, um, I'm sorry, I say like that's childhood. Maybe it would be nice to see oh, that. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Old, old that's
0: a jewelry, that's a but. good segue, actually. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, we're, not, we're not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to kind of. I mean, if I'm I'm saying I'm i gonna I want to end on this note, but if you guys have more to talk about, please. But what I wanted to say was, throughout this week, I was thinking about like you know we're talking about the black swords arc being the next one, if this one's successful. And I was thinking about like, it never really, really bothered me. I thought it could, I thought it could work. It's starting with the golden age. I really did. I thought it would be, it could, they could do it. But after seeing the movie and for thinking about it, like the movie starts and you, you don't even necessarily know who guts is. Like, that's like a huge thing, problem with me. Like you don't know who guts is as a character or, or what he eventually goes through when you start the golden age. And that's a completely different context how the manga starts and i think that's extremely effective in the manga where you go into the golden age knowing relatively the kind of person guts develops into and thus who he is whereas the movie you just open up he's just some mercenary with a big sword and that's all you know about him you know and to me that's like it's like a fatal flaw that they're never going to be able to get over like the guts in the in the golden age is not the same guts we know obviously later on so i, I agree i think
3: home. i think opening with uh with something uh- even the '97 series opened with the yeah. with the Black Swordsman episode. Right. You got to have something to go back to, like, how did he get like this? You know, how right. what happened? And mm-hmm. if you start out and you see, like, oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. I know why he's so angry later on, but it doesn't have the same intrigue as, you know, what what happened to this guy? You know, what's his deal? You know, and you get the flashback and you and you see, and it's you're kind of curious to see how that all happened. But if you just play it out, you know, in this linear fashion, it's it. There's no mystery to it. It's like, okay, yeah. yeah it,
0: I mean, even even structurally, it's more intriguing as a frame story. I mean, you may as well just have like an opening sequence that kind of makes you wonder how the world got to that state versus how it is in the Golden Age. I mean, it's just an extra layer of depth. Why not, you know?
4: Well, I remember we yeah, were like theorizing that there'd be like, uh, you know, a few minute montage at the beginning of the movie with Black swords and stuff. Instead, it was like a few minutes of him staring at the sun and birds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, was you know, interesting. They used the test footage and that CM is what threw us off. We thought that would be in there with the Black Swords, been in Griffith on the hill, which ultimately yeah. just like it was test footage, not part of the project. But maybe it will be ultimately. Well, they threw it into the the credits. Oh, did they? That's right. You're right. They did. Yeah, I forgot about that. Forgot- they found some use for it, like that B roll of uh, montage footage. Yeah. So yeah, um, if there's anything else to talk about the anime, I mean, please go ahead, go ahead. That was that's all I had planned. So.
3: Uh, I was going to say um, yeah. the problem with Zod in the movie is that he just he comes out of nowhere. You know, like that's the other problem of not having at least one little bit of black at the beginning is you're not you you start out with this movie it's like all you know it's all medieval and kind of fairly realistic and then then all of a sudden there's just this creature in there and then he's gone five minutes later and <laughs> moving on. So uh, right, I, I mean, Direct UK did did anybody at the at the viewing did they? question that at all like what is it
1: (laughs) um they didn't question it but they also i mean i kind of gave them a little bit like oh this is like my favorite thing ever and then i I showed them my statues and so they they saw the statues (laughs) they're like oh there's a some crazy creatures in there so i think they kind of saw that coming um so that might not have been the best uh sample to choose from in terms of (laughs) you know uh they did see it they did sort of see that coming um and yeah, I guess going back to the without starting with the black swordsman, I yeah when when guts loses his eye and his arm, it's not going to be as like crazy to the viewer if if they didn't yeah. see that ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I was going to say one thing which uh, I think the viewers who aren't familiar with the story must have been confused that is uh, the the flashback. You know, when he's uh, unconscious and uh, we see some a very. Co- to me, very confusing footage of his uh, childhood with Gambino and Donovan and so it's just, you know, slow motion shots and such. A, so uh, did anybody comment on that? Because I, I don't think they could, you know, possibly yeah. understand what's going on.
1: Yeah, actually I asked them, I said, what would you guys think of that one scene? And then they said he was getting raped, right? That's So all of them understood that he was getting raped, but I but don't think... That, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, by <but> his dad? <laughs> uh, yeah, they don't know by who and they... They just knew that yeah, that Gambino, that guy was his sort of father figure uh, or his father, but they didn't know anything else aside from that. But yeah, they, okay. they were a- they were able to tell that he was being raped. Very perceptive <laughs> viewers.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, I hope they at least you know at some point go back to it because if that's all there is in the trilogy, I mean, that's that's ridiculous. I mean, I hope at least in their minds they're setting up maybe a, a bigger reveal when he and Casca get together in the next movie. But honestly, I don't, I don't think so. I don't
2: think you so. you don't think
3: so. No. no. Ugh,
4: I know nope. what happened in that those scenes, and like I still don't know what happened in the movie when they showed it. But it seemed like it was like on drunk cam too. It was like you know, it was weird oh. the way the the camera was moving and everything, and it well, was they, sort of
0: blurry. They used that effect again after uh, the Adonis sequence. Yeah, the yeah, Stabs him. Yeah. They have like kind of an intense moment kind of thing.
4: Yeah, I felt like I a Linkin right Park guy. song should have been
0: playing during that, <laughs> or or a berserk or a berserk <laughs> animated music video. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I, I know that uh, Ron Bad was saying that after he saw it the first time, he has he didn't want to want to see it again. Uh, for me, actually, the first time I saw it, I saw it alone before I had people over. And the first time when I saw it alone, I was actually I was sort of uneasy watching the whole thing because I had so many uh, you know concerns and just like I was nervous. You know, I was nervous. I was hoping that this wouldn't be an abomination. But the second time when I saw it, I, you know, since I already seen it, I didn't have much to worry about anymore. I was just sort of soaking it in and I actually enjoyed it more the
0: second time around. Um, it's like it's like it's like being molested the second time. You kind of know, <laughs> know. You, you kind of know where the hands are going go right to. It. <laughs> uh no, I would I yeah.
4: know what you mean, DK, and I'm I don't know. Part of me like I I sort of like cuz like I said, I really did want to like it. And, uh, I don't know, part of me wants to, like, watch it again, because now that my expectations are properly, like, now that I, like, you know, (laughs) I half hate it, I feel like if I watch it again, like, with just, you know, an even more sort of fuck it, like, mentality, then I'll, like, be able to go, well, you know, I like that, and I like this, and, like, just enjoy it on some level. Like, just as, like, yeah, hey, it's a Berserk movie. Like, you know, in a sort of an iconic sense, that it's, like, it's cool that there's a movie, even if I, even if it's not, like, the greatest movie
0: yeah, yeah. I've, I've watched it once more before, but it wasn't a complete viewing. It was kind of a skip through viewing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my opinion didn't I, I kinda change. I kind
3: of feel like my – oh, sorry.
0: No, I'm done. I'm done. Sorry. sorry. I, it's, it's
3: so tough without seeing you guys to, to tell uh, when a when a person's conversation is wrapped up. I always feel bad about talking over people. I Not into okay.
0: I
4: do it all the time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, like that, that,
0: that, wait, here's how it works on a podcast. Whoever keeps talking is the person that stays talking.
3: Yeah. Oh, no. You have the con – yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, oh yeah, I was gonna say, you know, what, like I said, with all the footage we saw it beforehand, I felt like I kind of already seen the movie, you know, missing a few little bit, bits and pieces here. So, I mean, to be honest, I kind of went in just kind of a kind of a fuck it, like, all right, let's let's see what it is, and and you know, now now that I see it, I'm like, all right, I'm good.
0: <laughs> yeah, there wasn't so. a lot of mystery as far as what was going to be in the movie. The only parts that we had some filler or, or, or missing pieces was the flashback sequence and, and how mm-hmm. that was going to be handled. Yeah, got some kind of misinformation about a lot of stuff uh, about what was going to be in and what was not going to be in. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. seeing it I'll tell you, all, go ahead.
4: That's maybe one thing that's not a good sign. I sort of felt the same way about it that I felt about like episode one of Star Wars, and I don't mean oh. that they're really similar, but just that that's how I sort of felt afterwards. Like something that I really wanted to like, you know, and was oh, looking yeah. forward to, and just sort of a feeling of I don't think that cut it, you know, <laughs> but I
3: <laughs> but I wish it did. I re- it didn't no. even have a Darth it, sequence in it, which I mean,
0: that's. It had a Darth not, not even, It was it was guts versus the random guards. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I'm, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> after After Phantom Menace, I was just confused. Like, what? What just happened? Was I drugged? Did that really just happen? Oh. Anyway, that's a sour note to end it on. Fuck. It <laughs> <laughs> fuck it.
5: Sorry fuck,
4: to bring up Phantom ever.
0: Menace. <laughs> Jesus. let
4: Let's move later, on. Let's so move dark. on. I'm sorry.
5: <laughs>
0: I wanted to talk about the episode preview. Now, DK, I know you're not caught up, but the next episode is (laughs) tangential from where the series has been before. It's a a flashback to Guts. Mm -hmm.
2: You know, know, just uh, to specify, but it it probably won't count as, uh, you know, 328.
0: Right. It won't won't be episode numbered, probably.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably not, yeah. It sounds like it's a specific section, so I I don't know. From what the, the text says on the advert... Do you think yeah, it'll that, go at the end of a volume, or yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I, I think it'll go at the end of a volume, probably. But uh, you know, I really wonder why why he's doing it. Uh, honestly, I, I'm I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. I wonder. It, it could be really, uh, really. I wonder. I, you know, what P- 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 I even thought uh, it was uh, something which was which had not been serialized, but had already been half created back in the day. That yeah. he just pulled out oh. of a drawer, so. I, I don't know. Honestly, I'm really curious to see what it's going to be about and why he's doing it and, and such. So,
0: yeah, my um, after thinking about it for a while, I've kind of like come to the conclusion, and whether it's true or not, we'll see. I guess, but you know, he's he's been taking some time off to get ready for Elfhelm and, and getting ready to this big crux in the series, and I wonder if this is just kind of a way to you know buy time in, in a very gracious way, you know, showing yeah. more guts past. But it's kind of, like you say, kind of a side project. He maybe had half finished yeah. somewhere. You can you can kind of put it in there and just say, yeah, there, there's your Berserk for a bit. While I continue working on the rest of the series, you know, something like that maybe could
2: be. I, I, yeah, I also thought it was uh, because, uh, <laughs> as you know, I, I've always been thinking that uh, you know planning for Hellfellman and basically the end of the series because that's what he he must be planning now to to tie all the threads together. Yeah. And uh, I, I think it must be very arduous for him to do and um, yeah probably writing guts past something like that it must be much more light for him to you know to create to plot so it might just be (laughs) something to yeah some kind of blowing off some steam you know just having fun I don't know but easier to produce anyway It'll be really light, you know. He's in prison and getting
0: gang raped, and yeah, <laughs> oh, you know, it'll
4: be something light for.
0: You know. Yeah, for for those that haven't seen it, and for DK's benefit, the one tiny preview picture we have is, is of a young guts. It looks like, and I think it even specifies, or I'm not sure, but it's between Gambino and the Hawks era guts. So that little lost yeah. period there, oh, cool. and he's got a, um, he's in like a bracers or a wooden bracers that hold it like gives it imprisoned or something like that. Yeah. So. Oh. Actually,
4: uh, I'm hoping it'll be more, like, sort of relevant than that. Like, even Snow and Flames, like, you could, like, take that out as a side story, but it's still very. I feel like it's crucial to their characters. Oh,
0: absolutely. You know? No, no, so I wasn't. Like, yeah. I wasn't trying to say it'd be worthless, just that it's something that's not necessarily related to the current stuff that maybe he had half finished somewhere. Right? It's not going to be a throwaway project. it will still run yeah. a, a bit. I'm,
2: but, pretty, I'm pretty sure it's going to put some cool stuff in it. I don't know what yet, but. Um, I, I haven't had the time to think about it. I'm going to post, uh, I don't know, maybe <laughs> tomorrow. And uh, I'm pretty sure there's some cool stuff that'll be in there. Yeah, I and think it's re- yeah, relevant for, so, yeah, I mean, some, not just cool, but relevant for the rest of the story. You know? <laughs> it's going to be do irrelevant. Everything <laughs> ties in at some point.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: yeah. I mean, it's it a of... joke that uh, they could have uh, young Casca and Griffith in there too. It'll be like Berserk babies.
2: <laughs>
3: all, uh,
4: all
2: over again, and, then, and Zod, you know, baby I Zod. And, uh, all. <laughs> I was gonna say,
0: Vo- Void could come in with his long arms and be nanny for. Oh <laughs> god! You I, just see I, the I arms it. hanging down with like you know the stripes, stripes on it or something. Yeah, stripe, stripe sock hand or something.
4: Yeah, green and white stripes. That's what he has underneath his like cloak.
0: <laughs> so, um, I, I'm bringing it back to a serious point. That's very stupid of me, but um, I mean, it's gonna depend on how he synthesizes the, these ep- other episodes with what's happened before or after that will, I think it will ultimately be able to tell whether or not this is a side project all along or whether he drew this along with intending with this timing to be, you know, uh, <laughs> accurate. So, well,
4: what's That's interesting that, is when he does things like this, like with snow and flames. And then what was stranger was, he did it with like regular episodes. I believe I forget which ones he switched, but homing was one of them that moved.
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Is
4: that particularly with like something like this, like that's sort of a Gaiden, He could like, he could put it anywhere he wants, like at the end of any volume. Because I remember Snow and Flames actually came before, like he started the whole uh, the Millennium Falcon arc. Yeah, and uh, yeah,
0: that was also put around, was Yeah, calling. and
4: he put it at the end of the volume. So you were right that that was actually like a break
0: mm-hmm.
4: that he did that. He sort of did that as an in between. Yep those uh griffiths in uh incarnation and then the beginning of the the new arc and so yeah i don't know it'd be interesting to see where it ultimately ends up in a full if it'll end up in the same spot or if it's going to end up at the end of a volume and he's going to you know in three episodes he's going to do another episode of guts you know recuperating and that's what's going to follow directly
3: yeah i guess it depends the last episode after in a sense i mean it, it seems like kind of a perfect break if you're going to end up either back in falconia or uh, or with them on the ship reminiscing about uh what happened you know but it, i guess it yeah. depends on the episode after it
0: can we t- i have a question about homing actually <laughs> i was thinking about it as you were saying it the title of the episode's homing and we see griffith on a hill um a couple different times kind of looking off into the distance what, what was he doing
3: <laughs> conversing <laughs> with the other god hand <laughs>
4: <laughs> Tuning out for a yeah, bit. And looking into the stars, and you can do that. That would be an interesting reveal, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't just... know. Griffiths, I feel like part of his character is to like stare at the stars on a hill and have people see him doing that. <laughs> like, <laughs> half I mean, but, you know, the audience as well as you know, the people in the story. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. I'm not quite sure. I don't, I'd have to look back at it again. I'm not. I don't exactly
2: remember what you're talking about. Yeah, there's, there's a couple
3: long-distance of... <laughs> calls. The idea of evil.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's just you know he's on top of a hill and he's looking into the distance. We don't know what he's looking at. So
0: I just wondered about the episode title "Homing." It's like the way. Uh, and I, it
2: it re- it refers to uh, the fact uh, Sonia is going back to the band of the Falcon. That's that's what the title yeah. refers to. Is I know a- because. Yeah, because I, I'm the one who decided what the title would be, so I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> <I> remember that. <laughs> s- 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 uh, you know, s- some kind of s- more specific, more detailed title would be to return to the nest, you know, to come back. It's like when a bird goes back to its place of, uh, you know, residence or something like that. So it's, it's a very specific uh, thing. Okay. And ho- homing, it, actually, it's, it's a bit of a ch- cheating thing because it's not supposed to be used like that, the word, but mm. I used it anyway. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I see in parentheses in the episode translation it says, homing, return to the nest. So, yeah. Uh, so you I mean, were
2: trying
4: to do some, like, super speculation there. <laughs> I feel like, you know, like he's got his <laughs> homing beacon to the god hand, you know. Coming.
0: No, I thought actually, I mean, I, I may as well say it and sound stupid. But I, I thought he was actually organizing troop formations or something like that.
2: Oh, okay. I don't I'll know. Got you. Well, you know, I mean, it, uh, it was not long before the battle. So I think he might have been, I don't know, thinking about that kind of stuff anyway. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean he wasn't doing it. It's very probable he was, in fact.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think that's
2: the kind of stuff you can just sort of take for granted that, like, yeah, he's definitely doing all that and... Right. Yeah. He was lost in thought, looking at just—I mean, I mean, looking at something we don't see, so it could be anything. He was, yeah. he was busy thinking about how he doesn't feel anything. <laughs>
3: you know, those, are, <laughs> those are his
4: thoughts, basically, since his return. Like, I really, you know, I feel Maybe nothing. Maybe
3: looking into this too much. <laughs> Maybe he's just an empty vessel at this point. You know, unless he's doing evil, he just yeah, you know, he just kind of shouts.
4: I had a funny idea for, like, you know, I was thinking about these flashbacks, you know, uh, like... Because you were, I was thinking about what you said the other day about how he usually doesn't have like you know Mira's style with flashbacks. Mm -hmm. Now he doesn't, you know, do sort of cheap, you know, stuff with it. Like, oh, everybody knew each other before they knew each other, you know, sort of a deal.
0: Exactly. That's all I really meant to say.
4: (laughs) Yeah. And I was thinking about, like, if, uh, you know, like, if he just started doing series of flashbacks and, like, other characters doing it. And I thought about, like, Griffith, you know, like, sitting on, you know, like, his throne in Falcone having a flashback where he remembers the Hawks and he's, like, smiling. And it seems like a nice moment. But then he remembers them all being sacrificed and he, like, keeps smiling the same way. <laughs> like his expression doesn't change. So <laughs>
0: sounds like, sounds like a good Gutsfield comic to me.
3: Yeah,
0: good times. <laughs> so yeah, um, looking forward to that. And and because it's a three part episode, I'm hoping it's sequential. You know, like the next three episodes, yeah. Is
2: yeah, yeah, that going late, to so. be sequential? Yeah, I mean, yeah, so I'm pretty I'm just,
4: excited about it. It's a nice little break, I think, for the audience too, just to like sort of change gears for something yeah. completely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a good, probably good
2: timing for it's it as well. totally unexpected. I mean… I didn't hear what you said, Ronbud.
3: Oh, sorry. I was going to say, it's totally unexpected. I mean, I was, I was sitting here like, all right. Hello. Or Falconia. Like, you know, let's yeah. get back to it. And then, you know, the flashback. And I was, instead of disappointment, I was like, oh. Like, you know, yeah. what's, what's he got for us now?
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess it's, it's more a specialty, you know. We never know what to expect. Oh, but, he's the best. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, actually, uh, the, the way they, um, you know, of course, it's just a magazine, so they're just bullshitting. But they, they say, it's, you know, I, f- I forgot who they say. I think it's a warm a warm depiction of God's boyhood or something like that, or God's adolescence. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they, they say it's warm or, mm. I don't know. Uh, anyway, it seems to be joyful, you know, mm. which is a oh. bit, uh, I, I found strange because you see him in shackles, you know, being, yeah. you know, like a slave, so I was like, "Wait, what?" But uh, uh, yeah, I don't it gets know. better. Might, <laughs> maybe, might just, maybe. <laughs> might, I mean, might just be awarding, uh, but I think it's also a take back to a simpler time or something like that. Right. Yeah. You know. What I'm
4: curious about with it is sort of like what sort of
2: you know who he's going to be
4: interacting with. What if he's going to be with like his new, like his sort of between band, you know, between Gambino and between the Hawks, you know, mercenary yeah. group, and like if he's going to have another. Because the difficulty with doing flashbacks or something like that is you sort of you're sort of written into a corner with what you've portrayed after, and yeah. it's like, is he going to have another sort of someone who trains him or that he looks up to, you know, in the process? You know, I'm I'm curious what sort of what sort of like basically what kind of male role models Guts is going to have, you know, in this
0: flashback. If, if it was a if it was a one shot a one episode thing, I would say it would just be introspective with just Guts as the main character, yeah, kind of thinking maybe about just, himself. But three parts has got to have some yeah. Kind that's that's
4: of story, the thing. You know? have to have like characters in an arc with three parts right. yeah. like that. So right. it's yeah. like it'll be interesting to see what what's in there and why yeah. it isn't. You know why is it why is it not more memorable for him? <laughs>
3: like... Well, knowing uh, Mirror's passion for, for bringing back old characters like the uh, the generals and stuff um, recently when they were in uh, Vertanis uh, all the old Midland nobles, uh, who yeah. we hadn't seen for a while. I'm, I'm actually curious. I'm, I'm going to go back and look at the group of people that actually picks him up when he, when they find him after he's uh, escaped from the wolves and stuff like that. I can't remember if they're shown very clearly, but I wouldn't be surprised no. If, if, no, they're not, no oh. they're
2: not. shown very clearly. But one thing that interests me actually, or would I should I say intrigue me, is that. You know, when they find him, they think he might just be a runaway slave or something like that. And they say, oh, well, he's in luck. We need men to fight or something of such. And so I wonder how he ended up being a slave in the preview if uh, these guys sought to use him as a fighter. So, yeah, yeah, like, 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 that. The opening yeah.
0: Of, like the opening of Conan, the uh, you know, when he's <laughs> pushing that wheel, yeah. the wheel We're of gonna pain.
4: Yeah, I was saying he yeah. had to push the big wheel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, no, what would
4: be neat, though, is it would sort of be like they could play on their expectations, too. Like, as said, maybe they just sort of expected him to be like this war slave that get killed on the front lines. And then they put him out there and he goes
2: wild and they go, holy shit, you know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we we don't see the guys. Uh, I mean, we just see some wagons and uh, a couple of guys who lift him up, and that's it. We don't we don't even ah. see their full faces. So, okay. ah, never mind. Yeah. Then. Oh. The, the the thing is, I really wonder why it's going to show because even though uh, there's a four years cut, I I it, I never really missed that you know what happened during that time. So while at the same time, I'm very interested to to see what happened and such. I, I wonder what is going to show. Really I I'm curious. Because it must be something really worth seeing and uh yeah, well I can't think of what Absolutely. it could
0: be. Yeah. Well I you mean know? between between the times that we see Guts leaving, you know, we know what a state of mind is before the fight with Gambino that leads him to his death, and we know what a state of mind is during the Bazuzo fight and afterwards. So yeah. some somewhere between that is where Guts is gonna be.
5: It's,
4: it's just yeah, going to be it's guts. Good. It's going to be guts puberty. That's that's going to be the no. song.
0: <laughs> it's yeah. going to be very awkward. It's getting
3: increasingly more bitter.
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs> Acne. Yeah. Angst. Either way, it's going to hit June 8th. So I wonder how it's going to work with our podcast. I want to talk about it soon afterwards. So we'll probably record the following weekend, I'm guessing. So. Oh,
4: yeah. Nice. All right. Are we just doing one
2: more uh, segment like E3?
0: Yep. All right. That's it.
2: Yeah, good, because I, I have to eat afterwards. I haven't eaten in a full day.
0: What what the hell? I thought you were going to barbecues.
2: Yeah, I went to a barbecue yesterday and uh, today I went to my brother's place, but uh, yeah, I just cut the lunch part and um, I didn't eat. So yeah. oh, okay. How's your bro? Uh, he's fine, he's fine. He, he showed me all his diving stuff. You know, he's big into diving, so oh, he showed I me his that. diving gears and new stuff he bought and he's you know, diving videos and the videos of the places he wants to dive at, so yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's very nice, and I I wish I could dive with him, but uh, I don't have the time or the money. So yeah,
4: it's funny because you tell me that, and it's like you know, if you know anybody that's into anything, like whether it be like rock climbing, because I've never heard of being into diving, but I know people that are into rock climbing, and yeah, it's the same thing where it's like they they're dying to show you all the rock climbing videos of like the pros. <laughs> and all the yeah. and all the like. Look at what this guy can do. Look what he's climbing. You know, it's amazing. I'm sure he's got like the same. He's like, look at what this guy dives off of. And it's yeah. Like,
2: well, yeah. And it's so, like yeah. You know. Wow. Well, <laughs> all these anemones and that stuff. So I'm like, yeah, sure, yeah. And then I'm like, hey, you know what? That's a sea cucumber. I know because yeah, I know a lot of about sea cucumbers. I, I research <laughs> that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a nudie branch. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of these things. Yeah. <laughs> Rumbat, are
3: you back yet? I am, yeah. Okay. Uh, what did I what did I miss? I just heard Nudy branch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not much. Yeah. You also know oh. a lot about these things. What's that? I was going to say uh, I'm not surprised that you also know a lot about these things, you know yeah, oh, yeah I definitely
3: googled it afterwards. I thought it was I just think it's interesting I mean when you brought up all the the I really love the uh just what Mir does with the pirates and and the seafood delicacies of japan I thought that was just fantastic <laughs> yeah. it was so cool yeah uh, I love the design of the i just love the constantly what was that one line where he's like, this guy is angry because you cut off his beard that he was so proud of
2: right. yeah, it's just ah. Yeah. Oh,
3: Love yeah, it. <laughs> the, the,
2: whole, the whole build stuff was really pretty cool to me. Of course, uh, it's not as easily understandable for non-Japanese people, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was pretty cool. And even the statue, you know, the statue we're shown blocking the way that fell off. It's a sea god that's like a, a Greek god, you know, sort of. Right. And it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a birded god. And, you know, I couldn't help but make the connection. Like, yeah, they represented him as a birded god, and the sea god is also birded in a way. Mm. Bearded, I don't know who you should pronounce that, whatever. But anyway, yeah. Uh, anyway, I thought uh, that was pretty cool. So yeah, it's just small I'll things. Miss
3: those pirates. Oh.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't really <laughs> miss them, but uh, yeah, they were f- <laughs> they, they were fun while they lasted.
3: <laughs> they lasted a lot longer than I thought they would. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: yeah. Me too. I have to. I have to admit, I, I didn't even think uh, they would come back at at all. And uh, oh well,
3: yeah, because murdered the guy i mean i I think i remember either you or he hit him on the the head with an
4: oar yeah and like he's like i can't swim and then he hits him on the end with an (laughs) oar and it's like wow you just you just (laughs) killed that guy in cold blood
3: yeah that's like yeah oh you know when i read that panel
2: (laughs) yeah you know you know there's there's the episode called uh bloodshed where isidro cuts a man for the first time and it's like a big deal and two yeah. episodes later, he just slams a guy and let him drown, and <laughs> nobody gives a <laughs> shit. <laughs> so, He's an yeah. asshole, man. Yeah.
5: yeah.
4: No, but yeah, you know what? It's interesting the way the pirates developed, because at first they were introduced basically as, like, non-Guts enemies. I mean, it was just something for Isidro and the kids to yeah, deal I mean. with. So it's, it, they really, like, managed to upgrade themselves, like, into the,
2: you know, becoming main enemies for a while. Yeah, even though Wow. Well, Actually, I, I think it's a, it's pretty clever how Mira did it. Like, individually or as a group, they were, you know, enemies for Isidro and Shiruke and, you know, Sonia and Mule. And then, uh, as a, on the sea, you know, they were enemies for Roderick. And they are mm-hmm. shown being lamers, but they are still enemies who could have been formidable had Roderick not been so much better than them. And then <laughs> they come back as some kind of, you know, monsters who are just... You know, they are not even the big guys anymore. They are just monsters. They get killed. They come back because they just won't die. It, it was pretty funny. And in the end, they are just, you know, comic relief. Right. Where mm-hmm. It's just, you know, making fun of the sea god and such. And, you know, some some of the scenes were pretty funny. So, yeah, I, I think Mira managed to recycle them pretty cleverly.
3: My favorite, I, I, my I, favorite I sequence almost, uh, Go ahead. When he loses I'm pl- I'm plowing on ahead. When he loses uh, finally they lose their kind of consciousness and they, they just become tentacles. Yeah. Did anybody else find
0: that really sad? <laughs> no, I was, yeah. I, was, I was I was ready for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I was at,
2: at the same time it's uh what what's I find great is the way, you know, the, the boss. His will, you know, right from the beginning, he always, you know, he's always blabbering about his his strength of will, you know. That's who the shit he tells Isidro and he tells his guys. Mm-hmm. Always a strength of will, and even as a tentacle, he they managed to to last that long because of that same, you know, strength of will. That's why they managed to keep their personality for so long. So I actually found it, you know, pretty neat. You know, there are a lot of small things like that where it's a trait of the character. It's also how they managed to remain. You know themselves for so long before devolving and just being tentacles. Wait a minute,
0: are you are you sure that it wasn't the sea god pretending to be uh, the pirate, uh, like a puppet?
2: No, he's sh- not really like no, it's not really like that. Uh, I no, mean, no, the, dude, are-
0: dude, I'm being I'm being confused. no, I just messed with you, man. <laughs> ah, okay, <laughs> there was that there was that dude on the forum that was like so sure that the sea god was trying to like. You know, oh, talk oh, yeah. to the oh, yeah. humans with the pirates. That was like an yeah. elaborate... elaborate oh, yeah. oh, yeah.
2: Wasn't it uh, Gay Humper? Yeah, I think... That's yeah, a good it thing. was Gay Humper. That's right. Yeah. Oh. 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 Yeah. Hi, dude. He was, I remember she'll it have, was just so... Yeah, it was just
0: so speak. elaborate and so Bye. technical. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, my, my favorite scene with the pirates is when Guts transforms and he just beats the shit out of their little snail dude and they're just like what the fuck is this thing (laughs) not expect guts to be that powerful (laughs) wondering <laughs> what you guys are uh, expecting from this year's E3. I think it's going to be an interesting E3 because we're between console cycles. This is like the, the ass end of this current console cycle. And so the big question is whether or not Microsoft or Sony will announce any new hardware. I don't think they will.
2: Yeah, as they both announced, they wouldn't be presenting anything. I don't think Sony's ready anyway. And Microsoft, they're pretty, I mean, they just said they wouldn't show anything. So I don't know, they might surprise us, but I see. Th- I think they're making the mistake of, you know, banking on Kinect. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. bank on that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. either. Yeah,
0: I mean, even if you look at like the big software announcements this year, or obviously we don't know the ones that haven't been announced, but the ones that are queued up to announce, there's just it's like more of the products you already know, and and a couple new new titles, um, but nothing really like to blow you away, and and all of them are just. Titles that are taking advantage of pre-existing, like, like, tropes that have been already, you know, cycled in this generation. Like, Assassin's Creed 3 is a good example. Like, it's the tail end of this generation. It started with this generation, but it, essentially it's more of the same. So it's nothing to get, like, super excited about, you know, like a new project or something like that. So I'm well, not, like, go ahead.
2: I was going to say, I mean, there's a Wii U which is going to be presented, and I think uh, we'll see quite a few games for it.
0: I wasn't, I wasn't trying to leave the Wii U out. I was going to say that's the only thing
2: that I, yeah. it, it will but, be exciting. but this. I mean, it, it's still going to be, uh, I mean, something, you know? Like, not. Yeah. Like for, for example, the previous uh, E3 from last year, mm-hmm. there, was, there wasn't much to see. I mean, maybe the 3DS, but yeah, that's, that was about it. And uh, I think this year the Wii U will be a relatively big event, yeah. even, even though Microsoft and Sony are probably not going to be showing uh, much.
0: Yeah, there's there's here's the depressing part about E3 is the lineup is uh, it goes Microsoft on Monday, I think it is Sony on Tuesday, I think I think um, Nintendo's the last of the big three to show, so it's going to be kind of a boring show for me. Like I, I've I've watched every E3 since 2006, but I've never watched Microsoft because mm-hmm. I don't own a 360 and I don't have any interest in Microsoft stuff. So I've always Didn't skipped they their have show. Have a
3: problem with their uh, connected uh, a couple of years ago or whatever. I, I remember uh, uh, looking at the YouTube video or something and just groaning. It was so uncomfortable.
2: I don't uh, any technical problems with Kinect. No, I don't think there were. The problems weren't uh, technical, but yeah, there were problems. You, you know, I think we saw, we saw that video, Walter. I mean, at oh, least I, I showed you some uh, some moments. You know, there no, was that, that kid with uh, Kinectimals, you know, yeah, skittles, right? Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I I go back. I
0: guess I should clarify. I've seen the videos, but I don't like actively watch them live. Like, it doesn't, oh, yeah. it doesn't matter to me. Whereas with Nintendo and sometimes with like Konami or something, I'll like I'll I'll watch that live and I'll take notes and things like that, just for my own benefit. But, yeah, um, mostly uh, Nintendo for me this year. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with uh, if they show up with the new Mario title. I think they will.
2: Probably, and there'll be Pikmin three as well, I think.
0: Yeah, that's what we heard said last year.
2: And uh, um, yeah, I'm mostly looking forward to Castlevania Mirror of Fate.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wonder about that. I wonder if it's going to be what we think it's going to be, which is another yeah. two of
2: Castlevania. Yes, good.
0: yes, a faith. <laughs> <specifically>. <laughs> I, know, good. <laughs> I would like them to be a little more risky with that. That kind of stuff. Like, I mean, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: sure. If they're, if they're gonna say. go ahead.
2: I was going to say, yeah, I want them to be risky. I don't want to just get another Harmony of descendants, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it has to be 2D and, you know, and nice and such. Right. With well, Alucard as the main character. No, oh, I don't really mind that. <laughs> no, actually, I, from what they said, there'll be two uh, playable characters, so it shouldn't be Alucard.
4: Neither well, of whom... Are interesting.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> it, it we, could be. It could be him. I mean, yeah, sure. yeah,
4: we came up with two new characters that nobody likes in <laughs> <to> the game. <laughs> oh, it'd be like Portrait of Ruin. Yeah, yeah, it's always how it is. It's like we've got these wealth of popular. We've got multiple popular main characters. We're not going to use any of them. So,
0: <laughs> have sure. they? This is a this is a nerd thing, but have they ruled out that it's the 1999 game or not? Have they? Uh, so, it,
2: it hasn't been ruled out. So, okay. Mm. Who knows? Maybe. Could be. Yeah.
0: Especially since Ega's on the project, I think. So
2: Yeah, imagine if the two characters are Julius and Arukat. No, that oh, would my God. Nice. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah.
0: Keep dreaming. <laughs> yeah. Griff, have you played those other 2D games? Uh, obviously, you've played Symphony of the Night, but I didn't know if you've played the ones on uh, GBA and DS.
4: No, I never got into those. It was just
5: okay. too.
4: I don't know. I, I, it's strange because you think it would be. It, I guess it is like good for that, but it's like it's too small for me on that format. Mm. Like I don't know why I see it that way. I mean, I was. Able, I don't know. But that's that's BS though because I was able to play like Metroid Fusion all right. Yeah, but I don't know. I just never got into it. Okay. Never got
0: into them on the the portables, but this one
4: will be interesting.
0: I think if you had to pick one, I would personally pick Aria of Sorrow. If you're going to play one of the portable games that came after Symphony, that's mm. the one I would say.
4: Well, well, if we I can get it in like the virtual console, you know, if it was widely available, you <laughs> probably will PA. eventually.
0: But I don't know when.
5: Yeah.
4: But yeah, well, it'll be after I've like thrown my
2: DS away, you know. <laughs>
0: so if they're smart, they'll release it on, over the summer in hype for Mirror of Fate. That would be yeah, cool. yeah. We'll we'll see. And,
2: and, anyway, Go. I I think uh, I was going to say I think uh, Arya of Sorrow goes well together with Dawn of Sorrow. I, I think the two uh, I, I mean, I think Dawn of Sorrow was a, a nice uh, a nice following to Arya. And uh, yeah. Well, they're so, like direct sequels, so sure. Yeah. But I mean, if I had to pick just one, I'm not sure I'd pick Aria over Down. Really? Because it's big, but it's bigger. And uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's on the 3DS, so there's more stuff to it. I mean, it's, it's bigger, it does more power, so there's more uh, powers. The graphics are better. Of, yeah, there's a lot more stuff. I mean, the graphics are not, not that much better. But yeah, I don't know if you remember, but in the first level, when uh, you just jump in the snow, and it's, it, there's some pretty cool effects. So, yeah. I just
0: remember not liking that one as much as Aria, but that's just me.
2: Well, yeah. I mean,
0: we've, we've had this exact same talk like four times.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I'm also kind of hoping for E3. I always hope for E3, as you'll know, this is for some really embarrassing fuck up or a really embarrassing show. Because <laughs> this happens every year. There's always some super embarrassing moment. Like last year, I think it was Sony announcing talk, talk about the Vita and Kaz horise up there saying and AT&T will provide wireless service and there's like laughing and like groaning in the the audience like audible yeah. groaning some, like some oh, some God.
2: people not said you know like Boo, yeah so. <laughs>
5: <laughs> for,
0: um when um who, Ken Kudaragi uh, in in 2006 when he unveiled the PlayStation 3 controller which looked exactly like the PS2 controller just out of the wires and the oh, audience was, was like great. oh and he kind of laughed himself like yeah I <laughs> know it's bad hey remember yeah. that one yeah that was the moment yeah that Sony's 2006 conferences you should just go back and watch that the, the, the bloopers is real on that it's the best ever it's the best
2: it, it, yeah it never gets old and yeah. the Microsoft I think the Microsoft Kinect one was pretty good as well not to mention the, you know that you know, that guy with um, the with music thing for Nintendo? Oh, yeah, Ravi
0: Drums. From yeah,
2: and, and, the, and the chick, you know, that was that crazy, crazy girl. Cami Dunaway. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <Nintendo> <laughs> These guys Nintendo. were crazy as well.
0: Ex-Nintendo PR person. Hey, speaking of Nintendo, DK, you got the, the, the hookups, man. What's going to happen at E3 this
1: year? <laughs>
2: uh,
1: they don't tell me anything. Oh. Yeah, right,
2: yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> you working for Nintendo now, DK?
1: Yeah, I work for Nintendo um, as an, a video editor. Oh. So I don't do like production. Yeah,
2: he went from Sony to Nintendo. You know, he's a trade-off, yeah. some such. <laughs> well, I've always oh, I've always oh. been a Nintendo fan, more so. Interesting. Interesting yeah, cause. Um, so does well, that way mean- to burn that bridge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so does does that mean you get to talk to the hot Nintendo 3D show reporter chick?
1: Yeah, I, she's at the studio all the time. Wow,
2: <laughs> I was just so we
1: we yeah. we yeah we edit at the studio, so. Um, they oh. film at the same place we edit, so yeah.
2: She's actually his girlfriend, so please show some respect. That,
0: okay? <laughs> yeah, that's her name, Jessie. And she yes. always has different outfits. Jessie
4: you can troll, right? Yes. <laughs> no, but uh no, I remember I just all I remember now is when I used to watch that three DS show when I was like way more into my three D S was uh I remember when she had to talk about what? Oh God, what was it? Dead or alive?
0: Dead or alive? Like talking about boob, boob physics.
4: Yeah, she like was forced (laughs) to make like these boob jokes, and she just seemed like it was really, (laughs) you know, speaking of perfunctory, like it was like really uncomfortable. She like had to keep her smile and everything when it was like, uh, and I I felt bad. I felt sorry for her. Yeah, I was like, oh
3: man. (laughs) (laughs) A talking point, boob physics. Like, come on. For, for dead or
0: alive it is yes
3: <laughs> no that was yeah. like a, that was like one of the jokes God. it was like she
4: had to like sort of force this joke about how like known as much for its uh physics as it's
1: fighting it or, something like.
0: or something like uh. that. yeah it was even like grosser than that though <laughs> anyway yeah
1: well the, so, the, yeah. the writer the writer for that show he's he's uh in his mid-20s so he was just having sense. fun probably yeah
5: oh yeah
4: yeah, well, it's just sort of something you you have to do. It's, like, you know, part of, like, the whole, you know, pitch while also keeping it, I guess, like, you know, casual and to appeal right. to, like, a gaming audience. But I just said for her personally, like, I don't know. Can you, like, did she, do you know anything about her? Like, is she into actual gaming and stuff?
0: Uh, or is she just, like,
1: basically is... She, I wouldn't she's say she's to really say. into gaming.
0: <laughs> okay, she's yeah, that's of, what I, I, you know. She participates yeah. in like Mario Kart things. Like she says, she's she's like a part of it, but who actually knows? You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm sure the r- the writer though. has to be. <laughs> that's enough about Jesse. <laughs> oh, the Trump. writer.
1: He is very into gaming. He's uh, actually he's yeah, that games. Would... Yeah. So yeah, yeah, but not at Smash Brothers. I can beat him in Smash Brothers. I think,
0: <laughs> oh. I, think <laughs> nin- I think Nintendo has a very hilarious way of attracting certain personalities for its pr people like I, I, I they're all like fascinating to me i mean most of all reggie like reggie the former fucking pizza hut czar the guy that popularized the bigfoot pizza which is like a three foot long pizza <laughs> transitions directly to nintendo oh, i did not know that about him yes
3: i, I absolutely beast people is that man responsible for how many what how many obese people is that man responsible for? Oh, God. For? I don't know. First he gives <laughs> oh, oh, them the food, and
4: now he has them like sitting on their couch playing
3: games. He's a, he's a monster. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he he's responsible for the downfall of American
0: health. Reg, Reggie's my favorite. He's my favorite part of E3. No kidding. I, I absolutely think he, love he it. He
4: had it's... you at uh, kicking ass and making games, right?
0: Huh? Oh, no. Was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his, that was his opening thing. Yeah, his that's, his, his on stage persona is like a caricature of a person. It's hilarious. Like at Nintendo, we believe you should be in the game. Like that's the kind of way he like <laughs> is a speech while he's m- making the same three or four hand gestures. You know? Oh man, I love every minute. You update somewhere. It's right here in my pocket.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he brings out the 3ds. That's Iwata, you know, That's Reggie.
0: Oh, was it water for that line? It's right uh, yeah,
2: my Yeah, point. yeah. Iwata does it all the time. I think he's going to, you know, with the Wii U, watch for it. He's going to do the same fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah.
0: A thing to put in your pocket though, he's going to have to wear some like cargo but pants to fit it for that. He
2: took. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he took the Wii out of his fucking pocket. I mean, he probably had a <laughs> special pocket suit into his, you know, jacket because. I uh, yeah,
0: see, I would love to see the aftermarket for a jacket like that with a custom built Wii pocket in the back.
2: <laughs> I have, I've had it sewn into
4: the inseam of my, in
0: my jacket.
4: Yeah, yeah. can't
0: get it out. But I just can't, I can't <laughs> wait to see what horrible things come out of this year's E3 shows. They're always something embarrassing. Like, they had the One Million Troops guy.
2: Oh, yeah. So, could I Singh, yeah. Well, yeah. And then, you know, it, it was, yeah. Ubisoft
0: had the Mr. Coffee guy, Mr. Caffeine guy. With the
2: oh, Yeah. I was going to say, though, the Ubisoft thing. I mean, for someone with a French accent, I, I shouldn't be speaking, but I can't watch the fucking conference. The, the accent is, you know, horrible. I, I just can't watch it. I can't endure it. It's impossible for me.
0: Ubisofts are some, always some of the worst shows, like, of the year. They're quite bad.
2: But, you know, there'll probably be Assassin's Creed 3, uh, you know, footage, so it might be worth no, watching.
0: No doubt. We'll, we'll probably get the trailer for that next week. They usually re- release those a week before. Yeah. Oh, what about Game us.
4: What about Diablo 4? Do you think they'll have any news?
2: <laughs> That's I at least 15.
0: Blizzard doesn't actually show at E3. They have their own show in August or September. BlizzCon. Yeah, BlizzCon.
2: Blizzcon. Yeah,
3: man. I watched it a couple of years ago. It was all right, but oh my god, it was it was basically just a, a host for people who like love Blizzard games but just hate them. I mean, they, like they didn't the people they were asking questions of uh, or people who asked questions of the of the of the uh, staff. I mean, they were just they're just rude. I mean, it was uncomfortable. It was kind of like, well, Dude, why are you Blizzard, here if you hate them so much? These, these tickets are expensive.
0: <laughs> Blizzard fans are like, p- people that are like really hardcore into Blizzard stuff, it's like all they play is like, wow. It's just they're, they're so deep into the lore and stuff that they don't like respect the people that actually write the lore.
2: <laughs> you know,
3: it's, I know uh, it's Like, why can't we have a mage weapon? I'm like, this is your opportunity to tell them why you
0: need yeah, one, and man, they will probably a, make it. They're a subset of humanity. They're not real Oof. humans. They're just <laughs> Blizzard fans. Sub-humans.
1: Mold my uh, people, if you my college roommate went to BlizzCon. She went every year, and she, yeah. one year she won a dance contest where you, you dance like one of the uh, World of Warcraft <laughs> characters.
3: <laughs> uh, <I've seen laughs>
1: that. Uh, wow. I don't get why, why one, they need I mean, their uh,
4: own convention for like the three or four games they have on the docket for like the next 20 years. Because <laughs> you
0: know? they, they can afford it, and they also gives them the uh, the chance to just show their game. Their games get their own, like, lane of publicity, whereas yeah. nothing else gets a st- stepped on them, you know?
2: But to be honest, they don't even need... Uh, they don't need a conference for, you know, four games. They could have a conference for WoW alone, World of yeah. Warcraft, and it would yeah. be yeah. enough. And, you know, um, Sony Online had, uh, they had you know, fairs for uh, EverQuest back in the day. They haven't, I think they made one in Europe, so... And tons of people went, and so it's the same, it's the same deal. Just like the guys who go to BlizzCon, I'm pretty sure it's, uh, let's say, seventy percent, you know, World of Warcraft uh, players. That's that's just being conservative. Yeah, and the the rest is just StarCraft two players, and yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, so it's that kind of public, and yeah, they're very special kind of people. Isn't there a big
4: rift among Blizzard fans, like on? The Activision front is there? I've heard like exactly? I've seen complaining I've like that. on Facebook of people. It. I've heard like people say, "I'm not going to play Diablo three because Activision." And then they like they link to a post with like a million sins of Activision, and yeah, well, it's, I, I it's, just it's, ignored it because I was like, eh, you know, I'm after after Mass Effect three and all that. I was like, I'm over gamer outrage for a while. There's
5: all yeah, sorts I
0: of there's, a, there's all sorts of anti publisher stuff right now. I mean, EA of course took a lot of heat. EA was voted the worst company. Worst company the US. in America. It's, it's utterly absurd. You know, it was just, yeah. just a response to Mass Effect Three. So, yeah, I mean, Activision. You know, people still buy their games, even though they they're the they're the ones to jack up the prices ten dollars on PC. It didn't make a dent in their sales at all. So, you know, they'll do what they can to <sighs> make money. Basically.
4: This isn't aside, side, but uh, I saw I was at a Target the other day, and you know you games only get so cheap the cheapest one i saw was duke nukem forever for ten dollars in every section yes. for yeah, yeah. Xbox or pc uh-huh. it was ten dollars nothing else was cheaper than like 15 it's still ten dollars
0: too much man <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah i just saw it that just stuck out to me as hilarious like wow this here it is 10 10 bucks yeah I
0: keep, steam often gives me the opportunity to buy that game for like five dollars and 250 i'm like yeah it's still not still not cheap enough to Free steep. Yeah. <laughs> get, get back to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe. maybe what is free? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Then, then, at that point, you're wasting your time, and time's valuable. You know, you could be yeah. you, you, valuable I'm, hard drive space,
3: and
0: ugh. yeah, yeah. God, we, we ended the last segment with fucking Phantom Menace. We're ending this one with Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah, those um, those are both on me. Sorry. Downward <laughs> uh, spiral here. Well, thanks guys for joining me again and um, probably be next, be back next time as an episode, which is probably next week, two weeks from now.
2: So two weeks. Yeah. Awesome. We'll be back. Perfect. Thanks a lot guys. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. See ya guys.
4: Did Rombad just click off when we said we were done? Like, yeah. <laughs> did he know yeah. that we
0: we still hang around after? I, I I guess he didn't get the memo. That's fine. Yeah, after yeah. Free.
4: I just, I don't know if he had something to do or if it was like you know like oh we're done.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he just probably didn't pick up on it. No big deal. Actually, as you do have to go to eat, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be going. What's for dinner? Uh, I have no idea. Wait, wait so a second. I wanted to ask DK if uh,
1: if he met Reggie too. Oh, have you met Reggie? Oh uh, no, I've never met Reggie. <laughs> oh, okay,
0: well that's he okay. Works out, he works out. He works of Washington, I think. So okay.
1: yeah, um, um, I mean the studio I work at is it's no one of no one like high up works there. It's just like where we film the stuff and edit. Yeah. Uh, well, so. yeah, I
4: was. I, I didn't think so, just because of the way you said. Uh, well, for it just makes sense that you would have met her because. Uh, you do the video, and that's a video thing for yeah. Nintendo. And yeah. like, and you made sure to mention that she
1: actually that they filmed there. So yeah, it didn't sound like everyone's passing through. Right, right. Um, but I would, yeah. Reggie would seem like I would like to meet him too. I mean, I think he's super awkward. Yeah, um, I love I love that about him. Yeah, I don't I don't even know how he got to who he is but no, you,
4: you know what it is he's like confidently awkward yeah it's like that, it's like he he's not worried about he's awkward but he's not worried about it it's who he is he he puts yeah. his best awkward foot forward yeah <laughs> i think that's why people love him
0: he also exudes the aspect of all these pr guys have is that there's no fucking way they actually like video games there's no fucking way <laughs> these guys really play video games and that's always what's an, a funny aspect of it mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Well, you know, I think Reggie actually likes games. You know, I mean, uh, probably. I, probably he, I mean, he's not he's not a hardcore gamer or anything, but he strikes me as a kind of guy who would play Mario Kart or something like that. Yeah, I, I think, mean, he could,
0: Nintendo I think games he, would be good for him, actually. Yeah, I I'm, yeah, no, I'm sure Iwata does, though. I mean, he seems genuine. No? You don't, you, don't think, think so?
4: you don't think Reggie has like a level 48 barbarian right now in Diablo 3, no, no, <laughs> like in no. addition to his other duties? His
2: body's ready. No, <laughs> as
4: as I wanted to know. ask you uh, how, your, how your Diablo 3 is going since we're on different uh, servers and I can't keep up with you on there.
2: Well, I actually haven't played since the last time we talked about it, so oh, i okay. at the exact same point, still in Act 3. I haven't had time to play at all, so I, I plan oh. to actually finish the game. Uh, Either tonight or tomorrow. you to ah. finish it pretty quick if you're already
0: Act Three. It's like an hour and a half worth of gameplay.
2: Yeah, I, I'm I'm going to be killing the hearts, peel of hearts, or something like that. Oh like yeah, the, you know, I wanted hearts. to bring that
0: up too. The uh, <laughs> yeah,
4: the the heart of sin. You know, <laughs> like the idea. It's almost like the idea of evil. <laughs> like I don't know. Which, I was like trying to these forced parallels I'm making,
0: which because essentially amounts to like a barrel you have to kick until it dies basically it doesn't move it's
4: it's basically a time sink literally you're sinking
0: into the ground while you're you do the same exact
4: thing twice they have you like oh go kill the like the cursed heart and then you have to go through two more of the exact same spindly levels to the sin heart and it's the exact same heart and you fight the the spider woman again and it's just like they just had me do the same thing twice yep
0: Oh, okay. I'm, uh, I was. Uh, I said. I said on the forum that I found Act One Nightmare like really d- ridiculously easy, and i did. But Act Two definitely more tough, no doubt about.
4: Well, it. Well, you know that you. I. You saw the sword I got, right? Yeah, it's like
0: 118 damage.
4: Well, the more importantly is that it gives like almost 200 life per kill. Oh, So really? yeah, when I'm like a whirl, when I whirlwind with that thing, you know, mm-hmm. I'm basically like. You know, uh, I think it was Groovy Metal Fist who warned, like, don't run into groups because they can still kill you. My guy, like, I need groups to live. Like, I, I feed off <laughs> them. I like go into huge groups of like spiders and things, and I kill them all, and they heal me. Like, if I'm low oh. on damage, it's fantastic. And uh, you know, I saw my dad again last night on there for the first time in a while. He accidentally joined my Piddly Nightmare game. He's almost level sixty already. I saw that. Yeah, and Is this uh, something normal. He's on hell. He's like, uh, Oh really? Yeah. He's, he's like in act three of hell. And, uh, he, he's got a sword like that's one handed that does like almost 300 damage. Wow. Holy shit. I was like, and he said he got screwed out of an even better one at the auction house. Like he's, he's deep in. I was like, I was going to try to like beat him and to level 60 and catch up with him. But I can't, I can't, I can't compete with someone who's retired.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's just, your dad, your dad got, impresses me. He's already at sixty. When we played with him, I was like worried about like how much he was actually grasping of the game because he was like always like five minutes behind our group, and I was like, "Oh he, yeah, he was like,
4: like well, well, the thing is, he's a single player guy. He's not yeah. a multiplayer guy. So that was what the problem was. Okay. Cause, like he just he was bewildered by that whole thing." And he nope. still doesn't like it. I tried to, last time I tried to play multiplayer with him, he asked me to leave. He, <laughs> Get the fuck was, out, son. No, yeah, exactly. He was like, Hey, you know, I'm kinda soloing right now. Could you could you leave with like a smiley face? It's also it's weird to see your dad using a smiley, because I don't talk yeah. to him online generally. And it was just like, Really? You, you want me to go? I'm your son. <laughs> hey, what is this? So I guess the the novelty wore off for him on the whole. Because I thought it was kinda neat, like father son like going around killing things in Diablo. But, yeah, yeah, I don't think he cares for it
0: <laughs> so well, it's, much. It's also, it's also disappointing that you, me, your dad, and, uh, and the people in your group are all male barbarians as well. So anytime we team <laughs> up, it's just a bunch of barbarians. It's, <laughs> no. it's
4: very destructive, though. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, you don't need balance. It's like if you've got a bunch of barbarians that have rage skills, you just kill
0: everything, you know, pretty, pretty quick. Yeah. Everything's dead before it can hurt you. Yeah. So, DK, I guess you're not playing Diablo?
1: No, I never got into uh, PC gaming actually, oh. or I mean any any type of gaming on the computer. Hmm. As, as have way, would too. have me correct, please. <laughs> well, well, once I've as gone into an argument about
2: um, PC gaming, yeah. so I don't want to bring well, that up. Well, because uh, he's using a you know a computer manufactured by Apple, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but it, it it is a personal computer, right? <laughs> yes, it is a personal computer. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I've, never,
1: uh, I've never played Warcraft or, or Diablo or Starcraft or anything.
2: You know Diablo I is know. a on Mac, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or <you're> just saying. <laughs> is it just something you don't need in your I life mu- at this point? I pretty you much, much the, only game,
1: the only game I play is Smash Brothers. That's the game I've been playing for the last 10 years of my life. I still play that game, like, three times a week. Well, you know,
4: I don't feel, I, like, so low about that guy anymore who can't beat you. <laughs> you oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't feel like he's such a phony. <laughs> you know, oh, no, <laughs>
1: I've, I've been, I mean, I played in rank battles, and I was, went to tournaments, like, in my college days, and I still I still play in, in the, the ladders, ladders seasons and everything, so... You're like um, a, I, you're like a ringer. You're like one of those old guys at like a basketball court who like used to play like in the D league or something. <laughs> like, <right. laughs> I mean, I've never gotten to the point where I could win like huge tournaments. I can win like local tournaments, but um but I'm I'm better than the average casual player for sure. Uh, I was only ever you... good at the first one when I was like yeah, when it first came out. I got really good at the
4: first game, and I didn't like uh melee well, so I, DK, I never,
0: yeah. DK, you've never played a PC game. I've never played a Smash Brothers game at all. I'm a huge Nintendo fan.
1: I've actually I've played Portal, the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. And then uh, I have the second one, but I haven't played it yet.
0: What about Doom?
4: No, yeah. I never
1: played Doom. Yikes! <laughs> to me, it's like you
4: didn't have a childhood. I mean, this is a, my own warped sense of things, but it's like.
1: And when I was a child, I was playing like Mario Kart.
0: <laughs> no, I was playing. I was playing Mario, I was Kart, playing Mario Kart 2. Too. <laughs> in addition to Doom Two on dial-up. Oh yeah, um, yeah. dude, um, DK, did you get Kid Icarus?
1: No, I I wanted to because the same guy who made Smash Brothers, but yeah. um, I don't have a 3ds. Oh okay, uh, you can't get what that
0: like the company doesn't like give do everybody one or something like them. that. Yeah, I know
1: they. Uh, I've been wanting to get a 3ds because the show that I'm editing right now is a uh, a 3ds show. It's um. I know you can only watch
4: it on there
1: right yeah I know it's and actually when it guy when it comes out you guys should check it out it's called three d it's okay um it's it's not the greatest thing in the world but it's it's sort is, of it,
0: like, is it is it as good as the Nintendo three d news report
1: <laughs> it's the hu- it's it's a th- comedy series so there's no oh, okay. nothing about games okay uh, and it's just uh it's really cheesy humor but um, I'm curious to watch that when it comes out. Uh, and yeah, I've been wanting a 3DS for a long time, ma- mainly for Mario Kart. And they said... So th- I guess the only inside information I have is originally last year at E3, they said that Smash Brothers would be out on the 3DS and on the Wii U. Yeah. But the rumor around where I'm at is saying that that was actually uh, misquoted, that he wasn't supposed to say that, that there's not going to be an actual full game of Smash Brothers on the 3ds
4: oh is it just going to be compatible
1: yeah it's going to be some sort of something like that um i mean that's just a rumor it's not confirmed but
0: uh, i can, um, I can what, tell you a, a little bit more is that uh, iwata actually spoke out of turn he announced the smash Butters project without even asking Sek- what sakurai was up to was what was happening on twitter it was iwata made the announcement at e3 last year and then sakurai's twitter was like i know nothing about that new project <laughs> i don't know what he's talking about uh, he kind of went on the defensive after that right
1: I mean, I, I do think there'll be a, a smash eventually for Wii U, which sure, I no doubt, can't wait. But uh, yeah, the 3DS. I was about to buy a 3DS when they had that Zelda bundle, the gold mm-hmm. one. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I just decided not to. But yeah, eventually, I'll definitely want to get it.
0: So. Yeah, I mean, more. There's more and more great 3DS games. Like at launch, it wasn't that great of a lineup. I mean, what is? But now they've got a pretty damn good lineup, I think. Do you have Kid Icarus? Yeah. I have you it. Azil has it as well. Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it. my My initial impression of the game was like freaking fantastic. Like I probably went overboard praising the game because the initial experience of playing that is is it's amazing. Like it, it looks like what I had hoped Star Fox 3D would would be because it's mm-hmm. really. They take advantage of 3D really well. Probably the best, I think. Maybe next to Mario 3D Land, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it, looked, it looked fantastic, and it's really engaging for a shooter. The problem is that, that formula doesn't last very long. Like, I'm at level 8, which is, I think is the last level right now. Mm-hmm. I haven't played it a lot. Because the formula starts breaking down, and it becomes very simplistic and formulaic. Like, you're doing the same actions over and over mm-hmm. with different enemy formations and... Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, there's, the, the levels are broken down into two parts. One's a straight up like space carrier type shooter, where you navigate, you know, in a circular area while the level moves with you, like a rail shooter. But then mm-hmm. you're placed on the ground, and it's more of a third person shooter, and the controls are really finicky for that, which is what yeah. uh, a lot of reviewers harped on. But you can get used to it. But the best parts like the, the on rails sections, and those are the very beginning of each level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's, it, I think it's great. It's certainly worth like you know thirty bucks or so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was uh I mean I I've seen a lot of the video of course cuz I was editing stuff for it and it mm-hmm. always it seemed really awesome
0: actually. It looks great in motion for sure. Like individual yeah. screenshots don't do it justice. Like seeing yeah. it in motion is very impressive. And I thought the dialogue was pretty entertaining. Yeah, the trouble yeah. is they have a lot of funny things that happen on screen but you're they happen it happens while you're engaged in like really intense combat. We, uh-huh. You have to be watching the lower screen for all the dialogue. It's all, like, you know, it's just supplemental. It's not necessary, but it's mm-hmm. character banter. And, and it is surprisingly I mean, witty sometimes. Sometimes it's just super cheesy, but it's, often it's, like, references to, like, the original Kid Icarus games and they use, like, the pixel art for mm-hmm. enemies as, like, a joke and things like that. So it's pretty cool. Cool. I like um, it.
4: Well, I'm going to take fr- off and uh, go get something to you guys.
0: Yeah, we probably should wrap it up. Yeah. Sorry for keeping you so long, Azil.
2: Yeah, no problem. You know, the wife's making the food. I'm just, you know, sitting there doing nothing. (laughs) That's cool. But what are you having? You never
0: told us what you're having.
2: Uh, Because you didn't let me tell you. (laughs) So I'm having a fucking salad, all right? Thank you. (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) Thank you for sharing. (laughs) I was eating ice cream earlier. You, You probably heard some strange noises, Well, I was eating ice cream. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't hear. Yeah, anything. because I, I eat ice cream before eating a salad. You know, that yeah, makes so sense. A, that makes that's sense. That's a thing we do in uh, where I live. Yeah,
4: mm,
2: yeah. I'm <laughs> it's not crazy. some strange thing with you. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah.
4: French laughs> I'm pasta. not crazy.
2: I tell you. Oh, hey. Um,
0: salad and ice cream. <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys a random question real quick. I went to Japanese the other night, and at the end of my meal, uh, the guy brought out a quote-unquote special dessert salad, and. In the salad was a bed of lettuce on top of grilled onions on top of or, or, or with fish skin on top with eel eel sauce all over it.
5: Wow!
4: So is
0: that like is that like a normal Japanese thing? Because I was pretty fucking disgusted with it. And it sounds
4: it. like a normal thing to make me vomit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: seriously, like I, I I took it and kind of like we had kind of like we buried it under some rice that we hadn't eaten. Like, we yeah, it was delicious. You know, he didn't eat a damn thing of it. Yeah. Excellent. I had like a, a bit of the fish skin and spit it out immediately. It was fucking disgusting. But
2: that was supposed to be a dessert, right? That's C-
0: qu- quote unquote special dessert salad.
2: What the wow. fuck? I think yeah. the guy hated you. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we took out from that as
0: well. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. I'm clicking the Penny Arcade link. What am I supposed to be seeing here? Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Walter, yeah. next oh. next time you're in New York, uh, I'll take you to a really good Japanese restaurant
0: awesome yeah that sounds great we definitely need to come up more often because it's close to us two hours away yeah all right guys thanks for joining me thanks Uh, for having me
1: (laughs) yeah
4: good to meet you dk yeah good to talk to you too yeah good to talk to you i guess we have met before i mean talked
1: before (laughs) online but yeah (laughs)
4: yeah
1: Uh, you're you're actually um as animated as i I assumed you or i thought you would be
4: (laughs) i was pretty quiet this episode i wanted to let you and uh talk Right, right. Rombard. <laughs> Rombard,
2: yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to get used to that. <laughs> it's because his last name is Lombard, you know, so it's oh, like... Is that yeah. what it is? Oh. The, yeah, it's like the Japanese pronunciation or something like that, you know. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I pay attention to the little details. That's why people... <laughs> like it. I, I ignore them. That's how come I enjoy Diablo
4: 3 so much. <laughs> I can ignore <laughs> all the...
0: Yep. See. Escape, escape, escape. Yeah. Okay, guys, I'm stopping it.
2: Yeah. Bye. See you, guys. Bye.
0: Bye. What the fuck has James Cameron done? I mean, say what you will about Avatar, but like his big movie is like Titanic, and then yeah. Avatar. Avatar it didn't. It, it. It caused no stir in me at all. It was just like sci-fi stuff with blue guys in three D. Oh, you know, it didn't do anything for me at all. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm just depressed.
3: I I want to see man. It moved
4: me and I'm, I'm depressed that I can't go back to that world, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. The avatar response.
4: What was the name of that planet? Everything had such like basic names, like Pandora, wasn't it? Yeah, Pandora. Pandora, Pandora I get yeah. it. Don't open Pandora's
2: box, though. That's, I guess that's what it's trying to say. <laughs>
4: oh, oh, that's what they meant. Okay, now. Yeah, well, uh, oh, know, I didn't even think just, about that.
2: They, <laughs> they just took a name from the Herbert novel, you know, the ones that repeat. Yeah. What <laughs> was that the yeah.
3: the Jesus incident?
2: Yes. Oh yeah. really? Wow. Oh, so it now is I a deluxe uh, rip. That's right. I, I, told, that. I told you about this before. You forgot.
3: Yeah, yeah I, I I thought it was now.
4: just ripping off Pocahontas. Well, <laughs> that's <too. laughs>
2: it. And dancing with wolves.
0: Yeah. And did, did you see that? I posted, I think, James Cameron said he's pretty much only going to do Avatar movies from now. He has no intentions oh, yeah. to do other, You're kidding me. other projects.
1: There's a sequel? There's a sequel plan? Oh, absolutely. I yeah. Sure. yeah. Or something. Um, that's fused. all he's been tools.
3: working on. This school, but I didn't think he was just going to stick with that for the rest of his life. Ugh.
0: The, the, the exact quote is something like, I don't have any I don't have any intention of taking over other people's movies, like other franchises and things like that. He said, "Every anything I want to say in a movie can be said with Avatar.
4: Well, you know wow. how he like is identifying himself now? It's like Deep Sea Explorer <laughs> slash director, like saying.
3: "Yeah, yeah. So, yeah It's pretty cool, though. I mean, he, yeah, he's, he's yeah. got a few people who went down there. I'm like, he's going to kill himself one of these days.
4: Yeah, I mean, he, you know, I guess he really believes in what he's doing there, like, and I guess when he puts it that the movies are secondary to him, it's like, all
0: right, well, fine. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> yeah. cool, though. I mean, if he had a billions and billions of dollars, then hell, why not become, like, some superstar deep sea dude? I mean, that sounds pretty cool to me. Yeah,
2: I agree. Well, he probably seems like a douchebag to those guys who did all <laughs> oh, the lives yeah, though, no right? doubt, dude, no doubt I'm about just, it. I'm just saying. No, yeah. Yeah, I wonder
4: if they like him
0: because he brings a bunch of money and attention. Like, to their cause. Even though it is, like, sort of through him. (laughs) At the same time, though, you have to, like, in in any industry you have, like, experts in, some rich asshole comes in, like, I like deep sea stuff, too, but I have lots of money. Yeah, I'm sure he gets a lot of respect within that community, you know.
4: Well, I don't know, he's been doing it for, like, 20 years or something, so I wonder if he, like... If he's up on it, like it would be, it would be terrible if he was like really like casual and glib about it at this point. Still, <laughs> yeah,
3: like, well, I think yeah. he helped design the thing he went down in, so that's kind of what impressed yeah. me: is that he'd even worked on that.
0: That's cool. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like Richard Garriott going into space after creating <laughs> all the things. He's like, fucking uh, Lord British going into space because he has lots of money, basically.
2: <laughs> he doesn't even have that much money. I think he pretty much just used all his money to do that one trip.
0: Well, yeah, his last big last big game was that um, quote Uh, unquote MMO Tabula Rasa, which bombed in the first like less than a year, I think it was. So
2: yep, I heard
0: it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) and you know John Conrad also is impressive for a dude that is you know tinkering with
2: space stuff. Yeah, he's more like like an engineer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I like
3: that guy, uh, Elon Musk, who's uh, the the SpaceX. I think they are. They just launched their first uh, rocket the other day. That's pretty cool. I
2: didn't hear about that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's uh, it's been uh, four days, I think. Yeah, yeah, uh,
0: that's. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Since I work in the you know industry, uh, I kind of follow all this stuff, and uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty pretty impressive many private companies are now going to be launching their stuff uh, in the you know years coming and uh, now it's it's a new space age of sorts yeah it puts awesome.
3: a big smile on my face
1: <laughs>
2: yeah well
4: i don't know it's still disappointing when you think of like all the science fiction novels that had us on mars in the 70s <laughs> right yeah that's
2: like right. happened yeah. anytime too
3: fighting lizard
2: men you know <laughs> yeah <laughs>
4: <laughs> they could still be up there <laughs>
3: <laughs> i'm not sure anybody really wants to live on mars there's not much up there it's kind of cold
0: yeah it's, yeah, the, it's the it's the idea of conquering another planet though it's not the if actual, only like, if only we going. could find
4: something valuable or something to fight like on one of these worlds then
2: <laughs> like then i think team? it would get rolling yeah you mean easel <laughs> you know element zero Ezo. Ezo. There you go. Okay. just a Portian rings oh yeah <laughs> south
3: pole that's where we gotta look first
0: <laughs> what if what if we found aliens and they were just some fucking losers basically how would how well no they'd be like they always do that like we've
4: discovered alien life and it's always like some microbe like you bacteria. can't see yeah. Yeah, and yeah it's like oh okay this isn't what I had in mind at least like make it a space dog or something it's gonna
0: be <laughs> well, what if it's like what if it's like sea monkeys like microscopic organisms that don't even really <laughs> 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 that exhibit. don't exist yeah. exactly <laughs> Uh, I, I'm sure they're out
4: there in some boring capacity like yeah, <laughs> far, exactly. so far away we'll never ever hear about them I'm thinking the same things we are <laughs> yeah.